All right. My name's Paul, and I've got autism, and I've got low mood today. Um, and I actually wanted, this is the point of the video, is low mood. Uh, autism and when your mood just tanks, it just drops. It falls off the map. Every ounce of potential interest you would have in something is now gone. And you just feel like you're left floating in a void of nothingness. And I get it. It's not a fun topic for a video. It's not engaging. There's nothing you can pick up from it apart from my sulking mood. But that's the point, isn't it? You can't always be happy and you can't always create videos or you can't always be who people want you to be. And I want these videos to be beneficial to someone. Not everyone, someone. Someone who gets me, someone who's on my wavelength. Someone who might just need someone like me to talk to them to explain things from a human being's perspective who also doesn't really understand autism, but is trying to make sense of it along the way. You know, and I, I know it's not a good idea to do a video when you feel like this, but I am trying, I'm trying to show the vulnerable side. I'm trying to show you that I can get very bothered, very upset, very unhappy over something so stupid and trivial. My problem, I'll, I'll tell you what it is that I'm going on about, okay? I, my, my job does not involve customer service, okay? The job I do, whoever you work for, it doesn't involve customer service. It involves interaction and service to a, to a degree where if somebody wants your business, you interact with that person. If you are on site doing the work, you will deal with their employees, them. That's what you deal with. You have to make sure you do the job to the best of your abilities. Yes, just like you should anywhere you work. But when it comes down to a customer, someone who actually, not a customer is in McDonald's, you know, like if a customer is unhappy because the burger's not cooked, they've got every right to complain. I get that. But let's say, Let's say the customer in McDonald's didn't like the color of the paint that they used on the walls. So it's tough. Go somewhere else. And that's the level that I've got the bother at. In my work at the minute, they kind of want us, my team, to engage with customers who don't like the paint color. That's the best way of describing it. So in other words, there's no reason to interact with them because they're talking nonsense about something that's not really their business. Um, and they're not listening. They're kind of not listening that it's actually four people's job, four other people's jobs to talk to that customer about anything anyway. There is also a full department who deal with customers and complaints and issues. It's not my job. And... I am now left in this horrible void of, because a day before I had this phone call, I enjoyed my job. And today I feel like the world is against me. I hate my job. I hate where I work. I need to leave. I can't be there and I won't be forced into doing this. 
you know? And that's it. It's like one extreme to the other. I don't have this middle gray area. And so right now I feel like I'm trapped. I've got like one of three potential options, maybe more. I don't know. We'll see as I talk through them. But I feel like I, I leave. I just quit because I can't be around this. I feel like I could go off on the sick, go off with stress and anxiety and bother because I'm not sleeping. I'm tired, man. I'm, I feel exhausted. I really feel exhausted today because I was up all night. Not up, up all night, but, you know, tossing and turning, not sleeping properly because I've got this in my mind. I can't lose the thought of it because I'm having a chat about it on Monday with the head of customer service to say it's not my job. Uh, but I'll try and find a way of saying it better than that. And that's another problem in itself. I, I don't know how to phrase things at the right time. You know, I'm the guy who has arguments with the shampoo bottles in the shower afterwards, you know, like, oh, I should have said this. Not shampoo bottles. I've got no hair, but you know what I mean? The, you know, the, the after the fact um, things. So, yeah, I feel like I just want to quit. I also feel like I need to go off on the sick because I'm so bothered by it. Um, I also feel... That and this one's horrible to say. I hate saying this. No one should ever do it in any shape or form. But I feel like I've got to pull out the autism card. You know, no one should ever be able to pull any card out that's, you know, in their favor. But I kind of feel like I've I've got to pull out the autism card for them to listen. Because people should listen to the human being based off their merit, you know. Who is that person talking to me? Why have they got something you know, negative or opposite to what I say? Let me hear them out. But I really don't feel like I'm going to be heard out. So it's kind of, I'm, going to, I'm going to go for it normally. I'm going to you know, explain the professionalism of the content of the work that me and my team do and hope they listen. And if they don't listen, then unfortunately, I'm, I'm going to either have to go off on the sick or pull out the autism card. And trust me, there are not many people more up to date on the Discrimination Act, the Equality Act, you know, the, the correct reasonable adjustments that are required. And my role does not require me to speak face-to-face with the non-essential part of customer service. I don't need to do it. So my reasonable adjustment can include that where it wouldn't affect my job. And if my employer wanted to discipline me, fire me, release me from my duty, I would take them to court. And you better believe I would. But you know what? It's probably not even going to get to that. You know, my employers are all right. They're nice. You know, my, my director seems really nice. Probably isn't. But, but you know, he, he seems really nice and uh, always says pick the phone up if you've got anything uh, to talk about. And I could speak to this head of customer service and they could go, thank you for your explanation of your role. It makes sense. Um, not a problem. I'll take that under advisement. And we could all just get on happily ever after. But autism gives you those. I mean, I have a hundred thousand arguments in a split second with myself in my head over every scenario that could be ever be created, you know, and it brings you down. It wears you out and you think everything and everyone's against you and no one's done anything. The person I'm talking to on Monday right now will be having a nice time on Saturday with their family and they won't even think of me. They won't, they don't even know my name right now. But I'm sat here stewing over it. I've not focused on anything today because I've got this in my mind. And that is a that is an autism trait. 
you know, you you just what what am I going to do today? You know, and again, I apologize for the negative and down and woe is me. Whatever these things are called, video. You know, it's not a podcast, is it? I'm not with anyone, <laughs> but um, it's just not fun. You know, your headspace isn't your own when it's like this, and you know, you can't just pull yourself out of it. And you know, the way I feel, it's like if someone was to leave me alone because I'm stressed and I'm bothered and I need my space. You know, because that's you hear that a lot with autism. It's like just leave them be, leave them be, let them, let them just deal with what they need to deal with. But I'm not going to be able to deal with what I need to deal with until one o'clock on Monday. What a waste of a weekend. I'd love to snap out of it. I'd love to have that mentality of, I can't do anything until one o'clock on Monday. So forget about it. Relax, enjoy yourself. Go and get a beer, Paul. Get yourself a beer, you know what I mean? Just have a couple of them tonight. Stick something good on the TV. Get a takeaway. Relax. Just put your feet up and enjoy yourself, son. But I can't. And hopefully someone's still watching this and not thought, what a depressive weirdo. Um, you can think that, but if you're still watching, thanks. Um, but I hope there's someone who's actually knows what I'm talking about and understands this feeling of the void and what do you do when it's kind of in your control but kind of isn't and the final say isn't yours, you know, but you know you're trying to do the right thing. I'm not not engaging with these people because um, because I'm trying to be a pain or a problem, but, you know, I've, I'd like to think I've done well with what I do. You know, I know these people who I respect who also respect me, and that is a nice feeling. You know, there's other people in my industry who just do what the book says, and that's it. They don't vary. There's no variation of it. Whereas I'd like to give alternative solutions so long as I can quantify them. And, you know, I've done this job for a long time, and part of the reason I've kind of followed this route is to avoid dealing with customers and customer service. There is still a section to it where I do have to engage, you know, and I understand the reason why, and I am the best person suited to deal in them situations. There's still conflict. There still needs to be conflict resolution. But then there is, like I say, if I give you that McDonald's scenario again, where if the customer is complaining about the burger, they've got every right to complain. If they're complaining about the color of the paint used on the walls, sit down. Stop moaning, go somewhere else. You know, I shouldn't then have to, as the manager of McDonald's, go and speak to that person and go, well, I do apologize, but the reason we chose that color is none of their business. And they're the kind of things I'm dealing with. Honest, honestly, I am not mixing the two. There isn't a part of it where I, I'm getting it wrong a little bit and maybe I should speak to this person in particular. They're honestly, they, they are moaning about things that have got nothing to do with them. And this is where all this is spawned from. And uh, congratulations to that person. You have ruined my weekend and I can't think straight. I've not eaten either. <laughs> I've just realized that. It's like nearly nearly five o'clock on a Saturday now. And all I've had was maybe about 10 o'clock this morning. I had a, a bacon roll because I, I nipped into town, got a coffee, got a bacon roll. Seen this drunk woman on the floor at 10 in the morning. Just sat there, people around her. Thought she'd been hit by a bus at first, but she was just drunk. Um, 
and I say bus because there was a bus pulled up sort of checking on her. Um, you know, so that's something else it does. It, your mind gets so full of make-believe and nonsense and that and 100,000 scenarios that you forget to eat. That's weird, guys. <laughs> but it does. You forget to eat. How can you forget to eat? How can you not know if you're hungry? That should be a sign that when a mind, an autism mind is full, that it doesn't even make room to know if you're hungry or not. How is that not an example of how autism is a great effector of your thought process, who you are at the core? What I to today I have drank a large cappuccino from Costa or Cafe Nero, wherever, and I got a bacon roll from the local butchers or whatever you want to call that place where you get the, the rolls from. That's it. So where's my water intake? Where's my food intake? I feel tired now. I'm thinking about it. Obviously, my mind's been racked with this. But maybe it's to do with the fact I've not eaten or drank either. That's not good. Um, but you know what? This is low mood. This is vulnerable. You know, I am sulky. I know I, I, know I sound it. I can feel it myself, you know, and I know I'm being a little spoiled and mad. That's what it feels like on the inside, you know, but the reality is you get affected and you can't stop the things that affect you affecting you and to the levels that they affect you as well. And I'm not making any apologies for it. You know, I'm allowed to feel this way too. I'd love a control measure where I don't, but there isn't one, not that I've found. And if anyone wants to give me a control measure, by all means, I'll try anything. But I've tried the meditation. I've tried switching the technology off. I've tried the deep baths. I've tried a weighted blanket. I've tried all them things. But right now, it's not turning my mind off. I've tried watching TV. I've tried watching things that I'm interested in. It hasn't really got me. It's not gripped me, you know. But this is the vulnerable side of autism. You know, oh, this is one of the many vulnerable sides of autism. And I think I even mentioned it in maybe even in the introduction video. I'm just going to do videos based on whatever is coming up. You know, I've told someone I'll do videos on uh, on what it was like being a child. You know, I mean, obviously, I didn't know I had autism as a child, but I want to give things from my perspective. And I also, from the back of that thought, what would be good is to potentially give advice as well for those who might want it. <laughs> Not that anyone wants my unsolicited advice. Um, but for parents with children with autism and what I what I would have benefited from as a kid. Um, and they will come, but I mean, look at me. I'm just flat. I wish my stomach was flat. That's not. But, you know, this is, I'm down in the dumps and I'm being vulnerable. And I think I do think that's important. I'm not after praise. I'm not after being, you know, oh, who do you think you are? You know, keep saying you're vulnerable. Yeah, bravo, you did a video on it. I'm not after nothing. I just want to show you. You know, I just kind of wanted you to hear this story, whether it's interesting or it's not interesting, and I know it won't be. Uh, but just for you maybe to see the contrast in the video, you know, maybe maybe I'm chirpier in other videos. I don't actually watch mine back. Just to see if there's a difference. And just to let you know you are allowed to feel like this, and even though I wish I didn't, I wish I could get on with my Saturday and enjoy myself. You know, all I've got in my mind is World War Three. you know, the worst scenarios. Just like if you had a bit of a bad day at school, 
when you went back the next day, you kind of hope the school had have blown up. You wish that aliens would have just took the building and flew off with it, or every teacher got stuck in traffic the next day. You know, you have this extreme, or I do, I have these extremes in my head. I don't ever have the middle area. It's either yes or it's no. There's no gray. There's no room for maneuver, you know? And that's why I feel a bit pants, people, all right? So this is autism in its low point um, over something which potentially is really trivial and I'll be fixed in a heartbeat and I'll feel great or it won't and I'll feel like this. But that's the thing. The way I feel, it doesn't get worse. This is it. So if I get the worst news and I do have to do the horrible thing of pulling the autism card, I'm in exactly the same mindset as I'll be in on that Monday. But the worst bit is, on Monday, literally the second I get off that call, I've got to jump in my car, travel for three hours, go and stay away for two or three nights and do work for that company. So if I don't get the... But if, if the person doesn't hear what I'm saying, then I won't be getting in the car. I'll be going off ill. Because I can't keep not eating and not sleeping, can I? Based over some something where uh, I shouldn't have to be involved in that level of customer care. And I made the conscious choice down my career path to avoid people. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm sorry for being down. I'm sorry for being bothered. I'm sorry if I've uh, brought you down with me. That's not my intention. Um, and I'm sorry that it's not interesting for everyone and i'm sorry for i'm sorry for being sorry as well because i shouldn't be apologizing but you know go and enjoy yourself go and do something that'll cheer you up if you're happy already great go and dance go and sing in a hairbrush like kids used to of my age you know instead of uploading it mime into tiktok what is that about it's a crazy world but anyway thanks for uh Thanks for watching. If you if you've if you've made it to the end of this while I've been down in the dumps, if I had prizes to give, trust me, you'd be in line. All right, I'd be like saying the code, say the code word lemon, and uh, I'll get in touch and send you a a biscuit. You can tell why I'm not a game show host, can't you? Anyway, I do appreciate it if you watched and are uh, sticking with me for my vulnerable moments. Um, so thanks, and I'll try and hopefully do another one of these when I'm a bit more upbeat. All right, so uh, until next time, keep smiling. Thanks.